Lots going on in this uh, Surrey uh, police decision today. Uh, today, the BC government recommended the city of Surrey continue its transition to a municipal police force, and they did say they were willing to provide compensation uh, for the move, $150 million over five years, and the community, of course, would save $72 million in not paying severance for the SPS. So that's over $220 million uh, in savings. Minister Farnworth uh, talked about that, uh, of course, uh, but Ms. Locke, uh, during or after the announcement today and on this show just an hour ago said that she still uh, wants to stay with the RCMP so there's a lot of moving pieces here not just on the policing side but the political side as well joining us now to talk a little bit about the political implications uh, for the government uh, for Surrey is Keith Baldry Global PC's Legislative Bureau Chief. Keith thank you for joining us. Great to be here Jazz. So uh, your thoughts uh, any surprises for you today after the announcement? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think we were all, a bunch of us thought it would be going the SPS's way. But uh, surprise that we also had some conditions attached to um, going the RCMP. I don't think that we really had got our heads around the fact that this was going to be a recommendation. You know, this was not a ministerial order, mm-hmm. uh, which under the Police Act can be done. I mean, Section uh, Part 2 of the Police Act details, lays out the minister's um, abilities and powers and, you know, can prescribe all sorts of regulations. But this is a strong recommendation. And I think there's a bit of artfulness to it in that it dangles a bunch of carrots in front of Surrey Council. In fact, 222 million of them, as you just outlined, 30 million a year for transition costs and avoiding paying $72 million in, um, in the severance. That adds up to 222 million reasons to accept this. Uh, and there's going to be interesting, I see Councillor Jack Alford, who opposes going back to RCMP, is quoted in the Vancouver Sun's online edition today, saying, suggesting that, that perhaps one of his colleagues on the pro-RCMP side could change their mind and vote differently. Where this come, And that would swing the vote to 5-4 in favor of SPS. So, as you say, there's a lot of moving parts, and a lot of them are still moving. So it's going to be interesting. Brenda Locke at her news conference did say she looks forward to sitting down and talking to Mike Farnworth. Mm-hmm. So she's not, even though she had a very strong interview with you, I don't think she's quite closing the door 100% on on perhaps agreeing to go the SPS way. But the initial reaction, of course, was very blunt and very negative. Yeah, let's listen to that response uh, shortly after Mike Farnworth made the announcement. Here is uh, Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke with her response. Our decision is exactly what it was in December, that we will keep the RCMP as a police of jurisdiction. I have since spoken with the uh, Deputy Commissioner and asked him if he could fulfill. As you know, there are requirements to keep the RCMP. There are requirements to go with the SPS. And I have uh, spoken with the uh, Deputy Commissioner. He was very, very clear that he can reach all those uh, issues that were raised for him. So we are confident moving forward. Uh, I mean, you've got to think of the NDP government as well. We've got a provincial election coming uh, next year. Uh, I think eight, of the eight out of ten seats are NDP, and they're adding another seat in Surrey for the next, uh, next uh, election as well. That's got to be in the back of, of, of uh, Mike Farmer's mind as well as he looks at all this. Well, we'll see if it's, I mean, it was interesting. This was supposed to be the big ballot box question at the, in the municipal election. And as I pointed out before, very few people voted. So what, it, this issue did not motivate um, voter turnout in, on previous elections. Uh, will it be the ballot box question in Missouri in 2024? Uh, I suppose it, it could be. I'm told that 
basically South Surrey is more pro RCMP than North Surrey. North Surrey is largely NDP. South Surrey is uh, is BC United. Mm-hmm. So it may just flow along uh, uh, party lines. But clearly, I don't think it's necessarily in the NDP government's interest to have an ongoing fight with the mayor of the second largest city uh, on a continuing basis. But as I say, I don't think the final chapter has been written here. If someone else does change their mind and look at that $222 million that would not be there if they were to go the RCMP way, um, that changes things. And I note as well, there was the Surrey Board of Trade, which is a significant organization in Surrey, was quick to put out a news release within an hour of the announcement saying they were disappointed because they, they favored going back to the RCMP. But Anita Huberman also, literally the very next line, said, um, basically saying we're disappointed. However, with this decision, the city of Surrey can reinvigorate its public safety efforts, advocate for needed wraparound support services on and on, and that um, looks forward to basically working with the mayor and council to provide industry input on economic issues. So that's, to me, that's coded language. They like the money. And I think we're going to see whether the old adage, money talks, is actually going to work here. Yeah, I mean, the other thing that we haven't really talked about is that the RCMP itself, as an institution, is going through significant challenges uh, as a local uh, local police force, as a rural police force, as a national police force. There is an identity crisis here, and there's significant challenges before the before the before that very institution, nationally and locally. Yes, I mean, the Nova Scotia inquiry into the mass shootings there was very blunt and negative in its indictment of the RCMP. Uh, that it was a broken culture. The RCMP has a lot, the brand has taken quite a hit in recent, in recent years. Uh, it's certainly, I don't think, nearly as credible an organization as it was a decade ago on when you see all the, f- the problems associated with it. And it's going to be harder for the NDP, for the, uh, I think the RCMP to offer a credible response specifically on the critical issue, and this is at the heart of this report from Farmworth today, is all comes down to staffing. Who is, can best guarantee the proper levels of staff, i.e. officers, boots on the ground? And clearly the view from the Director of Police Services in B.C. is the RCMP cannot do that. And they question its, its forecast. Notes there are 1,500 vacancies in the mm-hmm. RCMP in B.C. alone, which is kind of mind-blowing, and questions whether they can actually find 161 RCMP officers, which is what's required, without taking them from other jurisdictions. Brenda Locke was asked about that. She says she doesn't care about that. She's only worried about Surrey. Well, that may be true, but that ignores the reality that the provincial government is not going to allow a model that takes RCMP officers from Coquitlam and Richmond and Burnaby and puts them into Surrey to satisfy that one particular uh, uh, level that uh, the mayor is insisting on. So it's a, it's a complicated situation. It got a little less complicated today, but not entirely uncomplicated because we now go to the next the next chapter, which is going to be whether or not Brenda Locke can maintain unity on that council with $222 million suddenly on the table that was not there until today. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a new thing on in, in, the, in the conversation. The province had not stepped up before. Now it is. For speaking to Keith Baldry, Global BC's Legislative Bureau Chief, we're talking about some of the politics uh, behind today's announcement.
announcement when the government said uh, that uh, they want the city of Surrey or recommend the city of Surrey continue uh, their transition to a municipal police force. Of course, something that the mayor of Surrey, uh, who has a majority, Brenda Locke, does not uh, wish to occur. She says that she, they still prefer the RCMP. Uh, our guest is Keith Baldry, Global BC's Legislative Bureau Chief. Give us a call on the open line, 604-280-9898, star 9898 on your cell phone. Let's go to Jim in Surrey. Hi, Jim. Good afternoon, sir. Um, so my comment, I'm quite disappointed with today's decision, to be quite frank with you. Um, I was looking for something more out of the leadership of this province. And uh, when you hire someone, appoint them in a position of authority to overlook these things, you look for them to make hard decisions. Uh, like, I listen to Vaughn every morning. I'm an early riser. Mm-hmm. And when I heard what he had to say this morning, I went, uh-oh. And that's exactly what appears to have happened today. What and, were you um, expecting, Jim, in regards to the decision just to say that Mike Farnworth were to come in just to pick one of the uh, agencies, whether it be RCMP or the SPS? Is that what you're looking for? Yes. Yeah, I think we were looking for some direction on where it should be going. This is costing me money daily. And I'm a little fed up with the, this mayor and the previous one having a little battle in the sandbox of what they think should be done. It's ridiculous, quite frankly. And uh, Jim, thank you for your call. Appreciate it, uh, Keith. Just to confirm here, and I think the, the minister—I did ask the minister this question. He can't do that by law, can he? Well, uh, Section Two, Part Two of the of the Police Act does have a number of conditions and regulations he can impose on policing. So I don't know if it would read it that he could pick one or two of these options. But what he has done is he has placed conditions on going to the RCMP that he has the power to make mandatory uh, under the Police Act, and that's what he's done there. Uh, there's nothing in the Police Act about giving money to a municipality for transition. That's a political decision that was made uh, to sort of dangle that carrot in front of Surrey to able to continue the transition to to Surrey Police Services. But my read of the of the police act sort of gives the minister fairly broad powers to do something and have a specific course of action. But, maybe uh, maybe he's boxing they, boxing uh, uh, the council in a little bit here. The binding conditions is what yeah. you have to meet and throw some throw some money in. But Ms. Locke continues to push back, saying, "As the mayor, the city decides that the type of police that they want." So uh, I, this who knows this may end up in court. Well, it's it's five <laughs> seats. Five seats have decided as opposed yes, to four. Yes, that's right. That's true. Uh, let's go to Ed in South Surrey. Hi, Ed. Yeah, a couple of things. On the Jill Bennett show, first of all, there's not 1,500 positions short. There's only about 500. The others are maternity leave, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was already explained by the police chief who spoke on her show at 1.30 this afternoon. That's point number one. Point number two is, I mean, if we didn't we just have the, the uh, Vancouver Police Force having a big hearing about some guy getting butchered by six cops. I mean, uh, uh, what is it, what? You know, and, and not one of them was taking notes by direction from the union and not keeping tabs. I mean, this is shameful. And then you've got those 12 women who made an illegal left-hand turn in Burnaby and smashed into another car, and they get yeah, food uh, out, not, no accountability. Uh, I, right, I, 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 I don't think that really has that, much to do That's kind of the anything. issue, and we have processes and procedures in place if there is Well, there's something. also, as I mentioned, there's five RCMP officers uh, in Prince George who are facing criminal charges, two with manslaughter and three for trying to cover it up. Yeah. So mean, this th- is not unique to municipal or RCMP. There exactly. are problems in all forms. And I would add that the vast majority of police officers go into work every single day yep. trying to do the best they possibly can. Exactly. Let's go to Rob in Chilliwack. Hi, Rob. Hi, good afternoon, guys. Say, first off, you know, uh, Mr. Farnworth, as far as I'm concerned, was about as clear as mud with his, quote, recommendations. 
you, you, you got to go one way or the other. I mean, I personally would support the RCMP, and I say that because the electorate have spoken. They knew Brenda Locke, and I've said this before to you, Jazz, they voted to retain the RCMP. So you have Mr. Farnworth coming out today. How long is he going to spoon-feed the city of Surrey now to retain the, the uh, city police force? He's willing to give them millions and millions of dollars, you know, and it just that doesn't make any sense to me. The citizens have voted. They're stepping over their boundaries. It's a municipal decision. Yeah. So Rob, they're crossing the line as far the, as I'm concerned. Part of the challenge, though, is that this is where a referendum would have been perfect four years ago. Yeah, but it wasn't there, Jazz, yeah. was it? I mean, there was no ballot question. There was no plebiscite on there. This was on the, on the uh, it was the ballot was between the, the candidates, and they knew where they stood. So people that didn't want to vote, they should have got off their duff and come out and vote, bottom line, like I've told you before. Um, so it doesn't make any sense why well, Mr. Farnworth is going to spend millions and millions of dollars to retain, quote, a city police force, the Surrey of City Police. It does, that doesn't seem right because Rob, thanks for your call. the taxpayers are going to end up on the hook. Yep. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Rob, I appreciate you. Rob, I mean, Keith, this is part of the problem. Any election politician wins saying, well, I won and this is what I'm going to do because this is what I said. Well, first of all, voter turnout in municipal elections, as you and I both know, is low. And there are other issues before Surrey, uh, transportation, child care. People don't just vote on policing. They may attract a lot of media attention. doesn't necessarily mean people are voting based on that. And that's where a clear referendum many years ago probably would have been the answer to this issue. I know it's it's uh, that horse has left the barn, but uh, I think that's part of the issue as well. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's too late, I think, for a referendum. But this is basically a classic carrots and sticks approach here. Sticks are with the RCMP because you've got to meet certain conditions that look unattainable, particularly when it comes to staffing levels. And carrots are on the side of the Surrey Police Services because there's a whole bunch of money on the table there, 222 million carrots. Absolutely. All right, let's uh, go to Sean in North Vancouver. Hi, Sean. Hi, guys. Um, so many uh, ways to approach this. Um, one thing is for sure... The RCMP is barely keeping its head above water in terms of resourcing. So we can't just consider what our provincial vacancies are. Uh, It's countrywide. And they can't afford to spare one officer right now. Uh, The rest of the country and the province need them. Um, There's also money issues. There's also the fact that the RCMP, the management model, they are increasingly timid, risk-averse bureaucracy that can't respond quickly to um, jurisdictions requests Uh, you know what would take a municipal detachment 90 days to get done uh, would take the RCMP two years to approve it and another year to put it into effect. Sean you're a former law enforcement officer or current law enforcement officer? Current. Current. So uh, within the national force RCMP or municipal? Um, I'm, I'm going to keep that to myself. <laughs> okay. It allows I'm, me to answer more candidly on any topic. That, that's fine. I was just curious. I, I just wanted to, because I know, Yvonne, I've heard you recognize your voice, so uh, you do speak from experience, and I just want to reiterate that. Well, Keith, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we got about 30 seconds here. The challenges still remain there. We don't have a timeline on this Surrey issue at this time. It could take two weeks. Well, the report- it could take two months. Well, the report Six says months. if they go transition, continue the transition, it's a, it's a three-year process to get to full staffing levels. So that shows you about what timelines we're talking about when it comes to one option. But I think we're going to find out fairly quickly where Surrey Council stands on this. Um, perhaps even at the next uh, council, if one, one councillor changes their mind and goes, which is from the RCMP to SPS, 
that's enough to swing it that way. Well, uh, if, if it's going to be, if there's a place that that would happen, that would be Surrey politics, that's for sure. And we'll keep an eye on that. Keith, thanks so, so much for your time. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. You too.